Welcome back to Clickbait. We are here for another great episode, if you ask me. Um, Joe, Natasha on the mic, along with myself. And we have some really fun, exciting news to get down into in the Bachelor Nation Breakdown, as well as do your friendships need intimacy? I don't know about Natasha's that. Natasha's going to break that down for us in our clickbait. Oh, yeah. I know Joe's going to have some very strong opinions about that, as per usual. Well, I just don't know why you have to be intimate with your friends, but whatever. We'll we'll go, go also, to that. We'll get there. did you guys miss me? Like, ugh, I missed you. Oh, yes. Yeah, you were not here last time. Well, you're you drugged up. <laughs> freezing oh. your eggs. You're still freezing and your eggs. I'm still freezing my eggs. My eggs are still... We're going to get yeah. into why you weren't here last week, because yeah. I think the people want to know. They were asking about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I am mm. um, away freezing my eggs and I have lots of uh, I'm on lots of drugs right now to do that. And they made me feel very not normal. I couldn't even form a sentence. <laughs> mm. Really? Yeah, it was really like the, it's so much estrogen. I was just like uh, that. God, I that. And also you feel like your stomach's going to explode. I'm about three months pregnant right now. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, my Wait, what? My stomach's super big because they're basically basically what you do is you take all this estrogen and it makes your uh, the follicle that holds the egg really big. And if you have a big egg count, then you're just basically your stomach is just growing and growing and growing. And you have them on your right, uh, your right ovary, your left ovary. And they're just huge. There's about 15 on one side, 11 on another side. And they're just getting bigger. That's a lot. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. So I've wow. learned so much, Tasha. We really have. I have to tell you so much about it. And also, Joe, I do have a website for you if you are really thinking about freezing your sperm because it's a thing. Well, I mean, I, I'll I'll think about it, but let's break down bachelor okay. first. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, guys, first of all, you're extremely rude. I haven't even introduced our guest yet. So oh, we got slow today. Rolls. Yeah, we all own a lot, couple of cups of coffee apparently, but. We yes. actually have a very special guest. She's very near and dear to me, um, quite literally. It is my co-host, Caitlin Bristow. She'll actually be um, coming live from in my room today. Yes. So this is going to be very fun. I'm so excited. And yeah, I can't wait for you guys to ask her all the intense questions. So let's get started, shall we? First headline, Tasha and Caitlin are back to co-host The Bachelorette 18. How are we feeling? How are you feeling? Talk to us. <laughs> I am very, very, very happy. Uh, in fact, I cried because it's Aww. just, it's so surreal that this is just um, what I am doing now. It's You're- really fun and... I think it's also really surreal. I do want to say this, Tasha. You you did say you did say you did say that you always wanted to be a host, and now you are literally hosting the probably one of the biggest shows on television, maybe the biggest on ABC. So that's um, crazy. I want to say congratulations. It's amazing, and yeah, keep going. Tell us about it. Thank you, thank you. Really though, it means a lot, And, and it was pretty surreal. Like getting the news that I was doing it and then going out to start filming Michelle season on the same exact day that I signed my contract to be the bachelorette last year. Oh my God. And now I have like a fiance by my side. I'm hosting the show. It's just like, it's very surreal to me. And never did I ever think that this is what I'd be doing. A lot can happen in a year. I'm extremely thankful. And yes, a lot can happen in a year. I will say that, it, you know, a lot of people say that it's different without Chris Harrison and blah, blah, blah. But I, this season, watching Katie's season, one of my favorite moments was when you and Katie were walking and you guys had that conversation about, oh, when mm. I was Bachelorette, you know, this is how I dealt with this. And it's like, it's just something that we, we've never had before and we've never seen before. Like, the bachelorette confiding in another former bachelorette like that's one of my favorite parts of this whole entire season and i go back to that conversation when i'm thinking about and like watching like well kate well tasha said you know <laughs> even in this last episode i'm like well tasha has said uh if you fish this way you should just say it you know so i think that it's so great that um i think that it's so great having that and also just you know i mean caitlin's going to be here later but also the conversation that Caitlin had with 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 Katie you know after the whole thing the whole blow up with Greg like that's something that you know we just haven't seen before and I'm so here for those conversations and I'm so here for that and the women supporting the women and like 
I that's what it's all about. I love it. I love it. I'm here for well, it. Thank you. And, and, thank and you know you. what? And, and, and Michelle is very lucky. She is yeah. to have you guys. Are, thank you. Are you, before we move on to the next, are you comfortable now? Like hosting, are you? Do you are you getting oh, to that? You? you know, like you get to that level where you're just you're just comfortable. Are you still? Are you still nervous? Like, tell us about that. Um, I'm comfortable. I mean, this is gonna sound weird, but I feel like I'm very comfortable in front of the camera. But I will say I'm very hard on myself, so I try to. Yeah. I, I don't know. I wish I could have done things better at times or I wish I would have said this or that, this or that. So that's kind of like where I internally struggle just because this is very new to me. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm the same um, way. That's why I'm asking you the question because I, I know you're that way. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually it love come what I'm doing, way. which is amazing. Thank you. It doesn't. But yeah, it's, it's, it's tough. You just want to be the best that you can. And I just have to realize that this is like very new to me this is only my second season doing this and it's gonna come with time and yes. i'll just continue to get better if i have the opportunity so well you're coming off great i mean you really cheers. do you come off extremely confident so yes cheers way to Thank go you, way to go Tasha. way I to go hold it down baby hold it down and also, oh, guys, we love that so you can sweet. just give us the sad tea. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, a year Honestly, ago, a year ago, we started clickbait almost a year ago. Did you ever think you'd be hosting the show by now? Are you kidding? Yeah. No. I yeah, know. Tasha, no. don't forget about us. Don't be going and hosting shows and shit. First of all, <laughs> we were doing clickbait and like I got the phone call while we were supposed to be doing clickbait to be the bachelorette. Yeah. So like so much has happened From with clickbait. me being on this podcast. It's kind of like you guys have honestly been with me throughout the entire thing. Yeah. 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 You know, we through all the you. twists and turns. So I really appreciate time. you guys. Right. Joe? Yeah. <gasps> Maybe you guys are. Yeah. Okay. Fine. It's Zach. Never can Look, leave fine, me. Fine. It's Zach. <laughs> <laughs> but thank you guys. I both, I love you both so much. Yeah. yeah um, you're killing it. You're crushing it. We're happy. We're so happy for you. Thank you. Well, we have some other amazing Bachelor Nation news. Um, we have Cassie Brandolph goes IG official with her new man. We just wanted to bring this headline to light just because, honestly, we're happy for her. You know, um, mm -hmm. Cassie's gone through quite a wild ride through the last couple of years. And we're just really happy that she's in a happy, loving relationship. And that's all that we can want for anybody and also, in Bachelor Nation. And also, honey, he fine. He's super fine. He I real mean. fine. <laughs> Go ahead, Cassie. Woof. Woof. I was like, Woof. He's cute, girl. Natasha, back up off that man's page that is now Cassie's boyfriend. So Listen, I'm going to need you to just... Talking. I'm over here... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Jesus, no one told me the side effects were super horny. That <laughs> <Not> it. <laughs> Sorry. This girl's three months pregnant. All of a sudden, three months pregnant in a week. She's super horny. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here anymore. Joe is so confused. And yeah. That's my favorite part of this uh, conversation. I, I can't even really. I don't have much to add on this Cassie subject either. I mean, I'm, I'm you know, it's good. It's nice to see her move on because she definitely didn't have the smoothest um, road break up yeah you know yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely been tough for her so it's good to see her move on and the guy looks yeah whatever he looks cool so yeah he <laughs> yeah. looks cool yeah like, i don't know like yeah that's, what guys say. Yeah. Cool. that's such a guy statement like well i'm not what, cool. what am i gonna say like oh boy yeah he's super fine like <laughs> I, I don't fucking know i mean he, he seems nice yeah, <laughs> yeah. whatever seems nice seems cool good for him <laughs> But no, it's true. We just wanted to say congrats, Cassie, and we are so happy for you, and Sending we're rooting love. for, you, for you from afar. Yeah, do your yeah. thing. <laughs> we love love. Um, and for our last Bachelor Nation breakdown, we have Blake's sister was brutally honest at Hometowns, asking everything we actually want to know as viewers, and I am dying to get your guys' take on the episode this week. It was... Uh, it was blunt and straight to the point, and I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> but I want to know what you guys think. Um, okay. You I, th go. I actually like Blake. I really like mm -hmm. him. I watch him, and I like him. I just think he's... Uh, I think he's funny. I think he's got a personality. Um, his mom and his sister, they just seemed like real people, and they didn't care that they were mm -hmm. on camera. They were going to ask him... Um, real questions that she would have asked him on the phone, which is like, dude, you're falling in love with like everyone. 
in like two minutes like what's going on um but i i um yeah i mean good for her i'm glad she asked him and she put him on the spot and i think i think that's what he needed um because i think when you're going through this you you have to have somebody question you um Mm -hmm. right you have to have somebody be like do you really love this person so then you could go back and really think about it because sometimes you might just get caught up in the moment and just say things and not really know if you mean them um so i think that was good and you know in my opinion okay joe what did you think though about that actually like like that actual statement that she said like you fell for claire you fell for Tasha, and now mm. you're falling for katie like okay I what did you think okay. of like like what did you like because facts uh, though <laughs> okay this is what i think if i'm gonna be completely honest i i think it was too early on for anything to have transpired with him and claire so i don't really um buy that that ever happened i think um but he had a one-on-one -on -one date didn't he claire sh sure sure but i just don't i just think it was too early for you know that to have actually meant anything maybe he said i don't know if he even said it like he was in love with her falling in love with her but i just think it was no. too early in my opinion well can i chime in here yeah. yes i think the issue uh, with that one was you know claire was announced and um the season was kind of postponed a little bit because of COVID. and so at that point these guys really knew that claire was gonna be the bachelorette and so they had some time to think and i think that Blake made it very known that he like had done his like research on Claire. Um, he even bought a book to try to learn how to be sympathetic um, regarding Claire's mom because like that's such like, a big part of her life and something that she really, um, you know, takes a lot of her own personal yeah. time to take care of. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So he wanted to be able to um, relate to her and be able to sympathize and empathize with her when she was going through all that hardship. So, and didn't I, I think that huh wasn't he the only one that she actually spoke to or that she admitted to speaking to or something like that from her season like they spoke beforehand? i think that he did i think that he did reach out and like say something to her mm -hmm. like when she was going through a, a rough patch and and they like had some course yeah, i'm sure she didn't Instagram. talk to dale at all i mean i'm sure that wasn't the thing we're not talking about dale right now <laughs> joe we talking about blake uh, <laughs> uh okay anyway I almost called you Blake. <laughs> Blake. <laughs> no, no, but Joe, I'm just trying to give you the no, background. No, that, that, no, okay, yeah, that, I think that makes Remember, sense. Remember, it was like very, it was like in right. the beginning, like he was like very into Claire. Like yeah. He was like, this is what I want. And yeah. even, I'm not going to lie, when I came onto the scene, Blake even told me, he's like, this is going to be really hard for me because I really was into Claire. Okay. And I don't know. He even told me, I don't know. If I'm going to be able to like move on past it, I'm going to need a little bit of time. And then the next conversation we had, he's like, that's in the past. I want to try this. I want to move forward, blah, blah, blah. Right. So, right. and not blah, blah, blah to be rude, but I'm just saying like, yeah. right. you know what I mean? Like it was definitely a conversation that we did have. Um, mm -hmm. So well, with that being said. <laughs> I think here, well, this is, so I guess I think, I think Blake thinks like, um, like most men and it, it Oh God! He, was, le he was leading with sexual attraction and mm -hmm. lust, and you know, like, sure, when Tasha popped on the scene, he was probably like, she's "Yeah, hot. she's she's hot." Like, mm -hmm. I definitely will. Um, Why will I go home? Yeah, like I want. I will get there. Yeah, I, yes, <laughs> I will fall. Like he looked at her. This is what I think. I think he looked at Tasha and said, "Like, I will fall in love with this girl. Like, it's gonna happen." Um, I'm picturing her naked. You know, like that's. <laughs> But no. I'll tell you, that's probably what he was thinking. <laughs> um, and I think that's what happened. Um, oh so I think that. Uh, so he sure. got there. Yeah. Okay. He got, and so and with Katie, with Katie, at least from a viewer standpoint, I, I see more of a connection between those two. Mm -hmm. Like I see, mm -hmm. I, I see more of a friendship turning into um a loving relationship in mm. my opinion and you said that's the best relationships friends first you said that i remember yeah you that. yeah you did because when you lead with just attraction um you could get lost in that right right i actually do that was a really good point made by you surprisingly um <laughs> i agree 
<laughs> I agree with you, actually, though. That first conversation that they did have together, mm-hmm. um, it just kind of looked like they just got each other in the way. Like, they yeah. had known each other. And, and the connection there was, like, undeniable, if you will. Like, we definitely saw something. Yeah. Yes. Um, but didn't she mention that And that's that not they, something that just happens. Didn't she mention that they also talked beforehand, too? Yeah, but it was... I know that he had, like, said, like, hey, like, I really... I don't remember the exact words, but it was more of like that was a really strong way to come out of the limo. Like, oh, good job for being okay. you. Okay. And I don't think that I think she like responded, but I don't think that she really went any further than that. Oh, okay. I don't think it was like, hey, I think you're hot. Like, hey, I think you're hot. Like, no, I don't no, think no. it was like ever. Was, even if it was talking through <clears throat> DMs or talking through FaceTime or on the phone, it's like, sure, but once you actually meet the person, like in real time and in face-to-face things change like you could Absolutely. be DMing someone and think you're going to be into them and then meet them and there's no chemistry and you run yeah, away how yeah. many times has that happened which I have done yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were like <laughs> you're, you're like yeah that's not I it I see baby. why you don't smile in your pictures that photo <laughs> was definitely edited <laughs> yes, okay exactly you are not 6'3 you are exactly 7 Five seven. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, shout out to Blake's okay. sister because I will say that that was a moment. I've met somebody like that. That was a real okay, moment what? when Blake's sister said that because everybody really, w- I think, was thinking that like, oh wait, where you come from? Wait, hold on. What you've had three bachelorettes now, huh? So shout out to his sister for asking the hard hitting questions. Absolutely. <laughs> but also, that's the reason why I also love hometowns because you can't freaking run and hide from your parents. Yes. Yeah. Like. And honestly, if these guys are putting on something, you see on the parents' faces even, like, what the mm-hmm. are you doing? And, like, this doesn't even feel right. You know what I mean? And so that's why I always appreciate it. And we've seen it in the past where families have looked uncomfortable. And you're just like, what's going on? Okay, something's wrong here. Or they look extremely happy. And they are, like, very loving. And, like, they see a difference in their child. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can't run. Like, they know you better than anyone. Mm-hmm. You can't run from them. Yeah. So that's why I always think it's very telling and it's a very pivotal week to have hometowns. Yes. But it's also um, hard. It's also hard for friends and family who haven't been through this process to relate. 100%. Because they're automatically going to be like, what are you talking about? Like, this mm-hmm. is this sounds crazy. I would have loved to see a hometown for you, Joe. I would have loved to see that. I just want to meet your family. My, my, I feel family. like your dad, your dad, Joe has sent me a, a text message uh, screenshot of something that his dad said. Listen, your dad at hometown, gold, baby. <laughs> my dad I just want to spend a Sunday with, with the Amablaze. Amablaze. You know, you, you said, you, you've said it perfect up until like for the yeah, past year and now you just... <laughs> Jesus Christ. I just need y'all to know that we about to get into the clickbait about friendship intimacy because I see y'all need it. Oh, sorry. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, what is this about? What do we need? Okay, (laughs) so this clickbait this week is about um, Mm. how basically when I read that when I read this article, I was like, okay, so Mm -hmm. you have a partner and Mm -hmm. it's not always great to put all the stock into your partner into your romantic relationship because i think that's when um these we put too much on our partners to solve all of our problems sometimes you need that girl time to go be like hey boo let's go talk about things that girls talk about or guys let's go talk about things that guys talk about and i'm not gonna hope that my partner can relate to me and whatever thing that I'm going through because it has nothing to do with our relationship, right? Right. So in that, we have to nourish our friendships. And this article talks so good about how, and when I say, and when they say intimacy, it's not uh, sexual intimacy, of course, or it's not Mm -hmm. like, um, you know, uh, you know, let me completely show. platonic. Exactly. It's a platonic intimate situation where when you can come to a friend and say something, um, you can open up to them and your friend actually receive. I see you. I hear you. I feel that. And like and then you feel that closer connection because you're getting through to this person as a friend. And most of the time people feel like they can only relate to their partner in that way and right. this and and sometimes that's too much pressure on your partner because mm-hmm. your partner is not only the, is not there to solve all your problems neither are your friends but 
I think the gist of this article is about giving space to friends and allowing yourself to open up to friends and vice versa and, and nourish those relationships because you can't put everything on your partner in your loving relationship, right? Yeah, but, okay, so this is where I'm confused. Okay. okay. <laughs> isn't this what you're supposed to be like? Isn't this what friends are for? This like, is what friends are for, but okay, I'll give you a perfect example, right? So, mm-hmm. um, validating feelings. So, some people, like myself sometimes, okay, Taisha, you come to me with a problem, and I go into problem-solving mode, right? Mm-hmm. Immediately. I'm like, well, we could do this, and we could do this, and we could do this, and you're just like... Ugh. I don't even need all that. I just need you to hear that I had a bad day today and that I just need you to receive that. So this article is talking about how to properly, like properly open space for a friend, if that makes sense, right? Because there are times I think that people do go into problem solving mode or they go into logic and they say i mean and joe you do this a lot by the way i'm calling you out joe is like uh i'm just logical you know like so you're tripping about this and like you shouldn't be because it doesn't matter anyway (laughs) and although that's the logical truth sometimes a friend just needs you to hear them and be like well listen that is messed up and i see you i feel you i hear you and that's it and so that's where I think the article comes in and where I think we all can just like save space for friends, right? Do you do you do you see what I mean by that, Joe? Um I do see what you mean and I don't agree with you. <laughs> of course <laughs> you don't. This go, is ahead. What I, go ahead. This is what In I, your defense, Joe, I will say that I feel like this is a very common thing in males. It's totally. not even just you. Totally, totally. May- okay, totally. maybe, maybe. It's something that is logic. It's one hundred percent something that I think is actually taught to a lot of the men, as opposed to like for females, we are just naturally vulnerable and empathetic, and you know what I mean, very nurturing. And it's not very common with men for them to be exactly that. Yeah, I and, and I would say you're probably right. Mm-hmm. I would say I would say you're right about that because yes, Natasha, you've come to me with things, and I'd be like, well. They um, talk about paradise, y'all. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, so if Natasha, she's come to me about things that happen on paradise, I'd be like, well, the truth is, like, um, this is why this happened, this is why this happened. So at the end of the day, like, you know, you're going to have to deal with it. It's not that big of a deal. Where, <laughs> yeah. where, she, where like, she probably, yes, I get it, where you probably wanted me to be more um, comforting. Right. As yes. a friend. But right. for me, I feel like that's, you know, like, I don't, I, I, yeah, I guess for me, I think like that's not helpful. Right. Like I'm, I'm not being helpful as a friend because I always like, for me, I always want my friends to shoot me straight. So when I'm like, this happened and they'll be like, well, you're an idiot. That's, you know, <laughs> that happened because you're an asshole. Like you shouldn't have let that happen. <laughs> And I'm like, all right. You know, I don't want to say like, I think I know everything because I absolutely don't. But actually, I've been dealing a lot with this, like even in Zach Meyer's relationship and just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I talked about this on our podcast like a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. But with that, Joe, I think that men are generally problem solvers and they just kind of want to be like, well, it's not that big of a deal. Like, move on. Let's go. You know what yeah. I mean? Right, like, right. Because there's deal it, with there, it. there isn't a problem. It's your feelings. right. There's not a problem. And their, resu- their, their resolution is just like okay, it's not that big of a deal. And if you need to go deal with it, go deal with it. And then it's done and over with. So I want to read you guys this. It says, uh, consider how you consider how you respond when your friends confide in you about their problems. Do you go straight into problem solving mode? While you might think that it's being helpful, it's actually not validating. The person actually feels like you skipped over their emotions and experiences and you're going straight to logic, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so- I do that. I'm, I'm, Yes, and and listen, my brother does the same thing. He's always like, "Yo, you feeling too much? <laughs> Got to get out of your feelings." <laughs> he always says that to me, and I get that. And the truth is, is like, after I get over my emotional stint, I do go back to things that Joe says, and he's like, "Yeah, he's right. You know what? Whatever. You know, like, yeah." And you you kind of get back to that mode, and you get and you feel that that position. But I also think one of the things that the the um one of the things in the article that I didn't 
agree with was they, they talk about loyalty. And I do think that it's very important to be a loyal friend, right? But I also believe in individuality. And I think that if Joe is friends with someone that I don't particularly care for, I mm-hmm. won't feel like, oh, I can still trust my relationship with Joe and not feel like, oh, well, why is he hanging out with that person? And I don't like them, right? Like he's right. an individual. What he gets from this person is completely different than what I get from this person. And so this article says like, you know, you can't sit with us. Like if I don't like him, Joe, you can't hang out with him. Tasha, you can't hang. It's like, I don't believe in that personally. Right. From like a spiritual aspect and like from like a, a Christian aspect. I think that people are people and, and how they deal with you doesn't necessarily mean they deal with other people. So that's one thing I don't agree with. But how do you guys deal with that when like you have a bestie and they're friends with someone that you don't really. And, you know, in this bachelor world, it get real messy. So, OK, it does get messy. So I, I so if my brother or one of my really close friends, like childhood not brother, friends, not brother. Not OK, brother. I'm just saying if my brother or one of my really close childhood friends, like my best friend, if they don't like somebody, I don't like them. Hmm. um that's just kind of how i am but what about a bachelor friend um no i mean listen like say i didn't really like clay clay harbor well clay's my friend exactly okay oh all right so i guess oh you you are my friend too so here's the thing it would be like what why why right if if clay said like some really or did something very malicious to you that like really hurt you and it was, it was like an evil thing well then i would judge him as a person and be like why the hell did you do that the thing is is like how i feel is like i feel like for my friends i try to hold space for them i think that when you meet someone and you're already friends with someone and you already know that they don't like someone you Mm -hmm. already have like a twisted thing i think in your head like oh like i gotta watch out for this person right but if you organically become friends with someone and then you organically become friends with someone else and you have no idea that there was an issue between two people i think that that puts the person who's friends with both in a hard place because you you're you don't want to pick sides it's the same thing with like relationships like if you're friends with a boyfriend and a girlfriend it's like and then they break up it's like are you forced to pick sides or do you that's the worst it's the worst it is it is i think it's i think it's all situational it really is is. situational but also i think that like like i think that one thing doesn't equate to the other and i think that you can still be very loyal and honest and truthful and like the type of person that I am I would never say something about someone that I wouldn't say to their face because y'all know I don't care right Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna be and I'm also not gonna listen to people harp on things and and commentate I'm gonna hear you out and be like that's messed up that you feel that way I don't have that relationship with that person right like personally i don't have that relationship with that person so for me i think that there is a way it's hard but i do think that there is a way to 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 see things in other people and i i mean it's a gift and a curse i see the best in people and then i get fucked over too sometimes so <laughs> I mean, I, yeah i i've definitely experienced like where like my best friend has like thought that someone else is their friend and has their best interest and i've definitely told him since day one of me meeting them like so you should probably watch out for i understand that you're your friend that's your friend but right. i don't want to be associated and and i never have a, i formulate my own opinions about people like you right. might say like i really don't like joe and i'm like okay well i'll meet joe and i'll figure out if i do like him or not that's just like right. what yeah, i feel I'm like you need to do um yeah. and um but if i do get a bad vibe like i am not the type of person to just linger around because i feel like i have to like i know better for myself and so i will tell my friends and it has happened a lot of times and everybody says you're no offense but you're right and that person ends up burning that person my friend Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. i'm like i told you so y'all haven't learned yet but now they know yes that's happened to me before too with certain people where you just feel the vibe and you're Mm -hmm. just like "Mm." it's like very often some people i'm like if you talk to your mama like that you're gonna talk to me like that one day (laughs) you know like uh, what (laughs) what (laughs) I've seen it before. I've seen it. I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. Sometimes Mm-mm. you are just so funny. Like, well, so funny. If you talk to your mom like that, you're going to talk to me like that one day. Tell you. It's true. It's okay, true. great. 
Um, I am so excited. Caitlin is on her way. Yes. She's her. Yes. Okay. Yeah, honey. I got some questions. Look, let me bring out my notepad for Caitlin. So Caitlin, Caitlin is coming on the podcast. She's our guest. Um, and she was on Clickbait when we were gone. Yeah, I'm so excited yeah. to meet her because let me tell you something. I love me some Jason. Ever since Jason was on our podcast, I love him. Hi, Caitlin. Hi, how are you? Good. We had Jason on and I tell everybody I love him. I even put him on my story today, yeah. like yesterday. I said I love him. I love him so much. You, He's you a good one. For All right. So let's just get right into it, Caitlin. Um, what happened at the end of that episode? What was going on? I think Katie's still on the bathroom floor to this day. <laughs> I said that to somebody else today. <laughs> I think she's still there. Uh, yeah, that was... You know what's crazy, though, is I actually didn't really fully know how that all went down till I watched it back. So I was just hearing Katie's side of the story, and she was actually really, um, like, self-deprecating about it. Like, I feel like she wasn't angry at the time. Like, she wasn't telling me, oh, Greg gaslighted me and blah, blah. She was kind of like, I don't know what happened. And so it was interesting for me to watch it back. Because I think I felt bad for Greg until I watched it back. Oh. Okay. All right. So now this is where we all have okay. different opinions here. Yeah. Now we're all different opinions. opinions. Natasha and I have similar, and now you and Joe have similar. Really? Mm -hmm. So let's talk yeah. about it. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about it. Okay. So, so, so in the moment, wait, I'm sorry, Joe. In Go the moment, it. you said you've heard Katie's, you heard Katie's story, and then you wa and you felt bad, and then, then you watched it back, and you felt like. Greg was in the wrong? I was more like confused actually. Yes. And wanted to see what really happened and then watching back, I was like could Katie have like been a little more, you know, reactive to to him saying these things? Of course, but the way he responded back to that I thought was bullshit. I okay. kind of did too. Joe? Yeah, I, I I agree and and Greg seems like a nice guy and and I just yeah. I felt like he it was like he he just hung on to it and wouldn't let it go. And it was like, okay, listen, I mean, this is the show. She's dating multiple guys. She, I, she obviously like saying "I love you" is going to be really big. Mm -hmm. um, but like, this is what it is. Like, there's what? three guys left. She's making a huge decision. Like, there chill are out. lists. There are roses. Yeah. There are placements. Yeah. Like, yeah, this okay. isn't regular life like it is the show but she gave him so much reassurance the whole show see but see this is where i see differently it's just really? like go yeah Tasha. because like go Tasha. at yeah. the same time like he just opened up about something that was so like, it took a lot for him to open up about it he was so vulnerable and like in that moment like when you do finally put those walls down like you want to be like validated, validated. Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like and we know this because we were all on the show at some point. Like, it's just like, it takes a lot for you to open up and be comfortable. Like, mm -hmm. it took me a couple of weeks to be able to feel like, okay, wait, I could actually formulate a sentence in front of this guy. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, he was finally able to do that. And then he got a, yeah. You know, he and it's just a, like, look, I like looking at you. It's just like, I, and the thing is that, that I also struggle with is just like, you can, connect with him and you can actually relate to him in so many ways that not a lot of people can i agree with yeah you. i and agree she didn't handle it well in that moment. right but i feel like they were both there was a lot going through both of their minds and yeah. so like obviously should have cut a wood on the outside but like in the moment i'm sure they were both hurting and so like they didn't handle the situation the best you know well, but i feel like it got to the like the main thing that and i was talking to my friend about this like the main thing that I kept hearing was, oh, well, I don't know what you want me to say. I don't know what to say. I don't I don't know what you want me to say. It was like, there was a lot of that, but mm -hmm. it's like, he just opened up to you about his dad. You also have a dad who passed away. Like, connect on that. He just said that he's falling in love with you. Con like, one thing that Taisha did real good on her season, she had just grabbed a face. Come here. Oh, you said that? Come here. And she would just grab a face. Give him a kiss. Yeah. You know what That's I mean? We said that. We're like, she should have just grabbed his face and been and like, I hear you. Literally. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And so it was just like, there was, sh and, and I feel like, I feel like, you know, we see this whole thing of him seeing her and Greg together. And he's like, okay, I'm, 
I really care about this person. I have to really show her how I feel. And if it's reciprocated even a little bit, I know it's me. I know we're going through this thing and we're going to do it. I feel like he had this seed of doubt when he saw Blake and her together. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I'm going to give her everything and see what she throws back. And she gave like nothing. But maybe in something that shifted in Katie after her date where she's like, maybe Greg's not my guy. So then when he's pouring his heart out, maybe she's like, oh gosh, what do I do? Because now I don't see myself with him at the end and now I want to protect my other relationship. So I'm just going to like listen. And and there's that aspect of it too. Yeah. Where like we both yes. have been in that situation where we're just yes. like, okay, wait, hold on. I actually can't be that person to comfort you in this time because you're not my person. Right. Yes. So, yes. And I think he felt that. So I think yeah. that's where the, like, and again, I don't know what happening with editing. I definitely think we didn't see everything, but it seemed like it went zero to 100 real quick because it's like, this is like, and I said this on my story, like this is supposed to be a happy moment. Like you just met my family, like hometowns, mm-hmm. like woohoo, like let's go. And like, it just flipped so, and she kept saying, this is so hard, but not saying what was so hard. And that for me, I was like, what? What? Come on, give me more. I need like I just needed more in that Look moment. Look at Joe. This- well, uh, maybe he would have forgave her if it was raining or something. But here's the thing, okay? <laughs> this is what I I mean, this is what I think. Okay. I I agree. Katie could have definitely handled it better. Mm-hmm. But that moment. Yeah. If it was if it's real love, I just don't think it was enough to call it quits off of that. Mm-hmm. You know, right. mm-hmm. but it's the bachelorette because he she can't really fully reciprocate it if if she can't validate him yet until the end and i think he just wanted to quit before he got fired i think he was so his ego was so hurt in that moment that he was like i'm gonna just flip this shit and get out of here otherwise um i'm it's not me really right yes and i think in that moment he knew that it wasn't him because she because i think about it it's like if this is a person you're gonna pick you're gonna find a way to validate them in some sort of way right like Mm -hmm. i think and so because he felt like he got nothing i think that he knew it wasn't him so yeah he quit before he was fired i Mm -hmm. definitely think that was a situation but i don't necessarily blame him for that and also the conversation with Caitlin, Caitlin, something happened. And I was like, because I, I watched it twice, right? When she says, on one hand, I'm falling in love. And on the other hand, I'm getting my heart broken. Michael A. leaves. Greg leaves. All of my confidence is gone. Mm-hmm. I was like, so you're falling in love with Blake or Justin. And Greg just left. So that was heartbreaking because someone left. As Bachelorette's. Caitlin, did you have people self-eliminate on your season? I wanted to leave this. <laughs> she was like, hell no. <laughs> I don't think anybody. Oh, yeah, I did have one guy. But again, no, two guys. Okay, I did have two guys. Okay, they, it was the same thing. They both were like madly in love. And then because I wasn't showing it back, they were like, I'm out of here. Okay. Really? Yeah. Okay. Oh, my God. I'm really happy that you just said that because I was like, oh, my God. Someone did that to me on mine. I'm like, oh, my God. I actually forgot because they, well, it that, was kind of early. So that's what I want to know. Like, as the Bachelorette, when you get so far, mm-hmm. it's like, I'm sure you're like, I'm picking my husband. That's the whole reason why we're here, right? These men are for me. And, like, I'm picking my husband. So with her having Michael A. leave and then Greg leave, do you think like from, you know, putting on your bachelorette head, does it just like does it just hit the ego so hard that like you you feel a certain type of way? Because I was trying to figure out how she really felt in that moment. Like how did you guys mm. feel when those things happen? Like does it just hit that hard? It it does hurt the ego quite a bit. It does. <laughs> um, and I think Katie... Well, I think bachelorettes do a really good job at compartmentalizing their relationships where they're really in the moment with their their people. Maybe bachelors do it too, but I just know that, like, for me, I really, like, exhausted the relationships until the end, and it felt like you're just so emotionally drained by the end of it, and if somebody isn't, like... Like, we all said Katie isn't returning the emotion that Greg was, but Greg also wasn't returning the emotion because he just left. Right. And so I think she was like, wow, uh, that could have been my person, and, like, he really showed me that he could not hang if things got hard. And so I think she could have been, like, fully still invested in in Justin and Blake, but in that moment, she was rock bottom from Greg. Right. Right. Okay, do you think if, Caitlin, you think if you were not there, 
on the bathroom floor with her in that room, do you think she leaves? Yeah, I was going to say, I think yeah. I do. I think she was like really calling it quits and she didn't have. That's why it's so cool to have us there. Like she really was like, I feel so alone. Nobody can understand this. I'm going home. I don't even care what that means for my contract. I don't care what that means for the other two guys. Like she in that moment was so done. And to hear someone else be like, I had that exact moment. I wanted to quit. I told everybody I was quitting. They didn't show it. But I, I said all of those things that you were saying. And trust me, when you get to the end, even if you don't pick anyone, if, even if you pick someone, you're going to be like, whoa, that happened for a reason. Like, just battle through this. This is the worst part. You're almost done. And it's going to, like, just be so emotionally exhausting in this point, And you want to give up. But, like, just hang in there. It's very different talking to someone that could relate and, yeah. like, is actually a female, like, around your age as opposed to, like, even the producers are there. Like, it's just so different because, like, you almost feel like they're, of course, they're going to tell you, oh, this has happened before. Right. But it's very but different talking to someone that was, like, no, like, I actually felt this way. A guy did that same exact thing to mm -hmm. me. That's why we talked to our girlfriends. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just, like, there's some comfort in that. And so, that's why it's so great that we're on this journey with these women because... Mm -hmm. All, everything that they're feeling we have absolutely felt before mm -hmm. and it's just so different hearing that from a peer that you actually can relate to as opposed to someone that's just like oh they're feeding me that right right so now this is what um, i want to ask all right but he gets so if you're excited. the yes, guy no. if you're the guy at the end or vice versa you're the girl at the end that was the bachelor and you hear and, and you're the one that the she picks and you hear that you know a week before she picks you, she was willing to just quit and leave. Mm -hmm. Do you take that personal? Like, I feel like that. I, would, would. I feel like that would really bother me. Yeah, well, yeah. It's. I, I mean, think no it's the intent. No matter what, if you are like eyes on the prize from day one, that's my guy, and you pick him at the end, and he feels confident through the whole thing, they're still going to have a hard time watching it back. It's. It's always going to be something, but this situation in particular obviously you would feel like the default and i don't think anybody wants to feel that way even if they aren't they still are going to feel that way and that's going to be really hard because i always said to the therapist after the show i would be like the therapist said to me you know sean's going to need a lot of validation and i was like so am i yeah <laughs> like and yeah and they don't understand that you've just gone through this whirlwind where you didn't want to like hurt people's feelings and oh. but that's your job to be in the moment and exhaust those relationships until the end and you had to figure it out to find your person and at the end they're both going to need to validate each other that you know he's not going to give up and just leave or he's gonna you know depending on what happens yeah no, no matter <laughs> who it is i think um always needs validation even like i experienced that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. doesn't matter Watch me watching it back versus like Zach watching it back. He felt that way. And I was like, Zach, I'm literally in your apartment watching this episode right now, holding your hand, telling you I love you. Like that's yeah. so far from what I was actually like feeling, especially even now. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's just because you're put on this pedestal where everybody thinks you're like, you know, and then you come down and it's real life and you don't have all these guys chasing you and you don't have you were with that one person who's making you almost be like well validate me and you're yeah. like well, validate me too it's, it's, yeah. Hard. Yeah, it's, it's a, hard it's a hard transition very hard like, transition do you it watch it back ways. do you all watch it back does everybody watch it back i didn't i probably watched one or two episodes i did not watch it all back really no i watched I every second of mine <laughs> Really? Three times over, I was like studying everything that happened just to like mentally prepare and yeah. go on like you know damage control. Mm -hmm. No, no. Literally, my girlfriends would ask, "Are we watching it tonight? Or are we going out to dinner and getting drinks?" And I said, "We're getting drinks tonight." And there were times where I'm just like, "Nope, I'd rather be at a restaurant. I'd rather be occupied. I'd rather just be distracted." Like there were times I just I knew that there were going to be a tough talks or situations or whatever, and I just didn't want to go back to that headspace. Watching like, but like I was like over and over. That was my one word of advice. Oh, I told her, she like, really? you don't need to watch it all. Yeah, yeah, she's watching a lot. So what do you guys think? So, you know, I don't think these, I'm going to watch Paradise back, but go ahead. Oh, all I can't these, wait. It's crazy. All these. Yeah, I don't know either, Joe. Um, I and I take that back. I'm definitely going to watch it. Um, <laughs> I'm, def I'm definitely going to watch it. <laughs> I am. So, yeah. But anyways, um, 
I'm saying, though, like, so Katie clearly is definitely watching this. Mm -hmm. And like I said, after watching this episode, there was a lot of things that for me personally, as a viewer, that was put into perspective. And I do hear what you're saying, Joe, as far as like, if you feel if the person feels a certain type of way, but I think that intent matters so much. And I think that that conversation, again, this is why I said this earlier, the conversation that Taisha you had with her when you guys were walking and also the conversation that you and Caitlin, you and her just had on this episode. They're so telling because I think, like you said, you kind of open up this gate for for the Bachelorette to be so vulnerable and say how she really feels. And it's not to a producer and it's not to the guys and it's to someone who's been through this. So you feel a little bit more comfortable and I just that conversation that you guys had, I just learned so much from the things that she said, even though it was through a door. Right. Right. And I I feel like as a um, as a viewer, you guys really open up a a, a different wall, a a third level to it. Right. For the for for us and going forward, I think with her watching the show back and do you think that she sees it the way that it happens? And like, have you talked to her about how, what she's seeing versus what was happening in that moment? Do you think she sees it or is it different? She, I talked to her this morning, maybe even about this, just cause I was like, I hope like you got some validation from how you're feeling last night. I know you like pay attention to the internet and I know it can be rough. And she was like, I don't remember being that silent to Greg after he opened up to me. And she was like, I think I was just really listening. And she goes, watching it back was tough because she's like, I don't remember being that quiet. And so she realizes in that moment that she could have done more. And then I think she's more like, wow, I'm glad that happened there. You know, and I could realize that he wasn't my person. Um, I think she's feeling a lot of closure and comfort from watching it back. Yeah. yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, Caitlin, do you do you remember your limo entrance on The Bachelor? Yeah. Do you yeah, remember exactly. it? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you remember it? <laughs> Did you ever think when you stepped out of that limo that one day you would be hosting the fucking show? No. For real. <laughs> I mean, going home night one, I was like, "This guy's same. gonna think I'm nuts." <laughs> And like, I was just a firecracker all night. I was trying, I thought I was going home night one. So I was trying to get all my best lines out. And like, I was just like throwing out one liners and doing tequila shots. And I was like, gotta go hot, you know? Oh my God, this never. I didn't even like when I, when they talked to me about being the bachelorette, I was like, yeah, right. Like, totally. Even, even I don't even want to say his name, but that who shall not be named, who spoils. He was like, they'd never pick Caitlyn to be the Bachelorette. Like, Mm. she's too out there. And so I was like, oh, I know. (laughs) Like, I wasn't even offended. I was like, no. So now to be in this position, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Yes, girl. You're like, out there works. Out there works. Very well deserved. Okay. It's because you're relatable. Well, it's, I mean, thank you. It was, yeah, it's very crazy to think about. I oftentimes have an out-of-body experience. Every time we say, Katie, gentlemen. This is the final, final rose. rose. I'm like, <laughs> I said it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or whenever like we're like, so even good. getting dressed for these things again. Oh, it's another rose here. I'm like, why? Like, why am I here? What am I still doing? Like, no, I can't believe they so still crazy. trust me. I know. Shit, I, know. I can't believe they still it's trust good. me. <laughs> Do you think no. it'll ever feel like normal? Like, this makes sense now. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to eventually. I mean, yeah, I guess so. But nothing ever feels normal. Like, even, Joe, as you know, being on Dancing with the Stars, every time I'd be like, what is happening? I would, like, before the countdown with the four clicks and the dancing starts, you're like, what world am I living in right now? And each week it just gets crazier. And I feel like just any time that there's TV camera, like, Tasha and I were walking down the hallway, we are like, we make TV. How weird is this? So weird. Like, it's so weird to think about cameras being there. And it's, like, not just a so little weird. TV show. Like, this isn't a little it's TV a, show no, here. It's, like, like, the TV biggest. It's, it's so it's, funny. It's, 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 like, it's a little TV show. Like, I don't, I don't watch it. So, like, I don't even feel like it's that big. Like, yeah. we just feel like little old, you know, Tweedledee and Tweedledum over yeah. here doing our thing. And then we're like, wait, it's this like is a YouTube channel. channel. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's not just it time, baby. Prime you guys time. are like a big. I'm, I'm sitting here, and you guys are like a. You guys are like a big deal. 
Uh, yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, you moment. really are. Yes. Have your fangirl That's moment, sweet. too. Yeah. I mean, well, I'm not having, I mean, whatever. Fuck you guys. But no, you guys, no, you guys are, to bring them back. you guys are back. a big deal. Um, But actually no, going so back, good. those four clicks were the scariest clicks Scariest clicks ever. Oh my gosh. Ever. Yeah. Yes. The scariest you're standing there. And I, they haunt me in my sleep. I like hear it happening and I'm like, <laughs> No, I want to hear the clicks. I want what, 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 what are they? Okay. I want to okay. experience that. What are you guys talking about? All right, so with the stars. You, when you're on Dancing with the Stars, when you're oh. getting ready for your dance and you're standing there, you have a minute and you have to watch back like your clip, and then you hear four clicks, and on the fourth one, the song starts and you're off to the races and you got to dance. Um, it was a much different experience for Caitlin than myself because i was the worst dancer in the history of the fucking show so <laughs> it was bragging no matter what it was horrifying but um yeah i mean those clicks you would just be like oh my god oh my god this is gonna happen this is gonna happen then you gotta go yeah it's like a and it's a, an obnoxious noise and you hear it every single time in hours and hours of rehearsal it's always the four clicks that go into the dance and then when it's the real deal it's like you hear those four clicks and you know that you're on live television like and you cannot blow it is it kind of like I don't know if you guys were like um, athletes in school, but like track dancers? race, like in track, like, track, track goes, race, clap. like when like the they would snap the gun, yeah, like you just have to. It's like go time, and you, you get it. You sit there, you're you're done. Like you lost the race, like you're out of it. Yeah, you can't. Like you, it's go time, and it just pops out. There's not a one, two, three. It's just a. And you had to go. Yeah. But this one's different because you have rhinestones and glitter all over your body. And, <laughs> yeah, and you got to remember. Yeah. But Caitlin, I mean, you you won. You won. You actually you won. I mean, that never gets and old. Deservingly so. You were you were honestly, you were you were great. Ooh. You were really were. Congrats, honestly, to both of you guys. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. I'm so happy. Um, I enjoyed and watching you both. And everything that's happening in your life, you both deserve it. It's well-deserved. People say people are lucky. I don't believe that. I think hard work and skill and dedication, and I think you both have it. So congrats, and Caitlin, thanks for coming on Clickbait. Um, yes. You're always welcome to come on our little our little small podcast here. Yes! <laughs> Thank you for having me on. I always enjoy it. And it was nice to, to meet you both on... No, I've met you, Joe. To meet you on Zoom. Yes. <laughs> to hang nice out on Zoom too. with all of you. I think the last time you were on, they weren't here, huh? No. Okay, so this is the clickbait crew, babe. That's fun. Okay, wait. I'm so happy you were here. But also, we have to tell everybody to make sure to tune into After the Final Rose. Yes, Monday. Next week. It is a Katie's season finale, and it is a wild freaking ride. It really was. We were there, front seats. We should have had our popcorn. We really should Because, it, it, yeah, it's a lot goes down, and I think a lot of people are going to get a lot of closure. And I don't think people actually know what to expect and are going to be ready for what's about to come mm -hmm. it's um okay. it's like gonna that. be a wild finale yeah. and i we are so happy we were able to be there and i can't wait to watch it we should watch it together okay okay <gasps> we should live do a live okay. viewing. yes yeah. you should Done. wait that'll Please. be so fun you should okay well thank you so much for being here thank you for having me guys okay thanks, meet you thanks caitlin it was so nice to have Caitlin here. And um, thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in once again. Um, we'll see you next week. Yes. And as always, make sure to subscribe and submit all your burning questions. Check us out on social and like, comment, DM us. You know where to find us at ClickbaitBN on Instagram and Batch Nation Pods on Facebook and Twitter. And share your stories with us. We want to know what clickbait you're getting into this week. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Wondery app, or wherever you guys are listening right now. Hit the subscribe button.